Hey, it's Clay. Welcome back to another episode of the Money with Clay podcast. In this episode, I want to keep it strictly to the headlines and present uh, moment. As I, I'm going to try to re- release this the same day that it's recorded. Worst case, it'll be the next day. So what I talk about is completely applicable uh, to you know the time right now. So now if you're watching this several months from now, this could still be in play. Who knows? It may be a lot worse, actually. But if you're listening to this within the next... Uh, you know, several weeks, then this is what is going on and what is going to continue to occur. So even when I say, if you're listening to this and it's been a few months, then given the the premise of everything and given what has been told to us by certain uh, people, would not be shocking at all if you're listening to this four months, five months from now, and you're thinking, wow, it's actually worse than what it was when Clay was talking about it, you know, three or four months ago. And that is interest rates, which I'm sure you saw from the title of the episode, But interest rates, how do they work? And I'm not going to make this boring, but what effects do they have? And then more so, what effects are they currently having? So let's just start at the ground level. Interest rates are what people are going to charge you to rent money. That's all anything is, right? If you go to buy a car, you need to rent money from a bank. You need to rent money from somebody. And the rent that they charge you, of course, they don't call it rent. They just call it an interest rate. So that's all an interest rate is. It's rent that you are being charged to rent money for for a purpose. Some commonplace uh, areas would be, like I said, renting money for a car, renting money for a house, renting money to go to school. And then there can be really stupid ones too. Renting money so I can buy a big screen TV. Renting money so I can buy a couch. You know, just all over the place. But replace quote unquote rent with interest rate and that's exactly what it is it's just the 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 price that somebody's charging you in order to you know for them to give you money and the way interest rates work is essentially the the government lends out money and the, at which the rate that is lent out is always changing and this is called the federal reserve like i said i'm not going to get boring but just understand that the federal reserve dictates interest rates they can rise raise interest rates or they can lower interest rates and why would they do you know why would they raise them as opposed to lower them that's where we're definitely you know i i love this stuff but i realize that you may not be uh, all into the economics of things but that's just based on the economy if the economy is looking good if the economy is looking bad if the economy is kind of shaky, that is that is going to dictate how the Federal Reserve, um, you know, acts in regards to the interest rates. And very recently, the, the Federal Reserve has started to raise interest rates. And I realize, okay, so what exactly does that mean for me? Well, we're going to get to that, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll kind of talk about a couple of different examples. But the other thing, and this circles back to when I you know started with saying, you know, it actually might be worse three or four months from now is that the Federal Reserve has also told you know the market as it is, hey, you know what, we're, we're gonna keep on raising too. In fact, in the future, we're probably gonna be raising uh, you know several more times. Raising meaning interest rates going up, which translates to the cost of money, the cost of renting money also going up. Now this, I would argue, has its pros and cons. Uh, the, the big pro, which I absolutely love, I'm in the camp of, hey, raise interest rates as much as possible because sure, There's the one side where it's gonna cost more to rent money, but for those people that have savings accounts, you know, when you put your money in a savings account and you're, you know, paid some sort of interest rate, those rates also go up. So you're actually making more money as you save. So for me, uh, you know, I am all for making more money when my money's just sitting there in, you know, my savings account. 
And that's the, the, the plus side, you know, always pros and cons. And that's definitely the big pro of, you know, rising interest rates is that for people out there that are actually saving, now if you're not saving, if you live paycheck to paycheck, well, then yeah, rising interest rates are not a good situation for you. But for anybody out there that is saving, uh, you know, that's just a, a nice little kind of bonus that, oh, look, my checking account, my savings account is growing that much quicker now because interest rates have uh, ha have rose. So let's kind of look at a couple of things right now. And the first thing, uh, you know, that I, I fully agree with and which is kind of sad and scary, uh, but this came out uh, just on uh, October 9th. So yesterday, as of the recording of this and the title credit card interest rate spike post-Fed, meaning because the Fed has raised, now things are getting more expensive. So the article starts off, if you're running up a tab on plastic, this could be a breaking point. Just a little over a week after the Federal Reserve's latest quarter point interest rate hike, the eighth such increase in two years, so they've raised these interest rates eight times in the past two years, credit card rates are near record highs. The average credit card interest rate is now 17.01% according to credit ca uh, creditcards.com's latest report. That's up from 16.15% one year earlier and 15.22% two years ago. So right here, what does this mean to you? If you are out there using a credit card, which I'm not opposed to, I'm just opposed to if you leave a balance on the credit card, in other words, you don't pay it off. So if that's you where you don't pay off your credit card and you have a balance sitting there, just understand that you are now losing more and more money every month because you are being charged more and more money. Because remember, that's what a credit card is. You are renting somebody else's money to go make some sort of purchase. And the charge, the rent is that interest rate. And rent is going up. Rent, those interest rates are going up. So if you have a balance sitting out there, you better be very, very aware of it because you could definitely get some surprises all of a sudden think, wait, wait, why Why is my balance now this? Wait, how come it's that much more? Because these interest rates are rising and that is something uh, that I, I you need to be aware. I mean, first off, you need to be aware of the fact you should not be running a balance on a credit card. I mean, that's just literally uh, burning money at, at the interest rates that credit cards charge you. And now you pile on the fact that these interest rates are starting to rise that much more. That is a very inefficient use of your money and you know, unless you have money grown on a tree, then I, I think we can all agree we should all wanna be and strive to be as efficient and wise with our money as possible. And according to the, the data here, a lot of people are just, I'm not sure if they don't quite understand, if they don't have any other choice, but you know, I, I've done plenty of other podcasts, there are jobs all over the place, so why you need to be carrying a balance on your credit card, um, I mean, let me know. I get it. You know, life can get dif difficult. Life can get hard. But uh, again, referring back to past podcasts I've done, there seems to be a spending problem in this country. So my guess is a lot of these balances have nothing to do with hard times. It's just people can't say, no, I'll save for it. They say, I want it now. Get out the plastic. I'll worry about it later. Well, this is kind of where the later part is coming into play. And the later part is like a, a big scary monster that is now being injected with steroids and keeps getting bigger and bigger as the Fed rises and is gonna continue to, to raise these interest rates. So as the article continues, everyone in America should expect that their rates will be going higher for the foreseeable future. 
said Rebecca Walzer, a tax attorney and certified financial planner in Tampa, Florida. At 17%, even the interest on a $1,000 balance is going to be very impactful, added Ted Rossman, an industry analyst at creditcards.com. Yeah, I mean, those percentages start to add up very, very quickly. So even if you're well, I only have $1,000. I only have, you know, $1,500. Just be aware, things are starting to compound against you in the wrong direction. And then here is the stat. Meanwhile, the average household with credit card debt has a balance of 5,700, according to the Federal Reserve's latest survey of consumer finances. Total credit card debt has reached its highest point ever, surpassing $1 trillion in 2017, according to a separate report by the Fed. Think about that, $1 trillion, and that is getting more and more expensive for all these people. And when you look at budgets, when you look at cash flows in terms of how much money you have left over at every month, this very well could if people are not careful, and it's going to happen to some people, There's that's not an if, that's just you know how many people is this going to occur to, but some people are gonna be in the hole now. I mean, because these interest rates have, have risen, they are now not gonna have enough money to even make the minimum balance. So then what happens? Well, now you're starting to, shift debt around, maybe you're pulling out other credit cards to make payments, and all you're doing is ballooning and causing your credit card debt to get bigger, but what is also getting bigger at the very same time? Interest rates are getting bigger and bigger. So it's truly like a two-headed monster that can really wreck you if you are not aware of it. Let me say that again. Because interest rates have started to rise, some people are gonna find themselves in the, in the situation of, wow, well, I, I used to be able to make that payment on the credit card but it all of a sudden just got more expensive for me. Well, now I don't have enough money to make that. All right, let me go get some other credit card or some other form of debt, and I'll use that debt to pay off that debt. And the debt is getting bigger while at the same time, the expense, the cost on that debt is getting bigger and bigger. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think, trying to be as dramatic as possible. But I, I don't, it really is, it's a two-headed monster that are headed a lot of people's way. So if you're listening to this, and you do have credit card debt, get it out of the way now and keep it out of the way. Because like I said, the Fed has told the market that you know what, like I said, they've raised it eight times in the past two years, but they've also told the market, we're gonna keep on raising it. So if you have debt and you're gonna let that sit around and sit around, just know that it just got more expensive for you, but it's only going to get more expensive. So get it out of the way. If you need a plan, if you need a strategy, I do have a course at moneywithclay.com, the slab money method, uh, and that's how I paid off um, at the peak, $163,000 uh, of debt that I have, and it's a system that works. It's a system that I'm fully confident in. Those are not empty words. There's a one-year money-back guarantee that comes with it. So yeah, one year. I mean, if that doesn't show some sort of uh, faith that I have in the, the, the method that I've used, um, then I don't know what will. But yeah, if you do have credit card stuff out there and you wanna get it out of the way in a very quick, a very efficient manner, then I lay out a total game plan that makes it possible. And uh, you know, people are doing it right now. I mean, people have been going through the course, I get emails, testimonials, and it's working for people. Um, and you just gotta stick with the plan, uh, but the plan is mapped out for you. Point here is not to take my course. I mean, that, that would be great. Point here is just realize the longer it stays around, it just got more expensive, and like I said, it's gonna keep on getting that much more expensive. So that's something you gotta have at the forefront of your mind because you know things can get nasty in a hurry.
The other way where this is really starting to affect the market, and this will apply to a, a, just a portion of you, you know, depending on you know where, where you sit in your journey. But if you are in the market for a house, whether that's to buy a house or to sell a house, or maybe you're thinking about selling your house, thinking about pursuing um, you know some sort of effort to to purchase a piece of real estate, things are getting a lot more expensive because these interest rates also directly affect mortgage rates. So mortgage rate is you know, probably one of the most common terms out there that most people use. You say mortgage rate, you're like, okay, yeah, that's associated with you know, purchasing real estate, purchasing a house. And as this, uh, and this is just old um, you know, economics, there's nothing fancy here, uh, but the article, and this one is also from uh, Tuesday, October 9th, mortgage rates jump past 5%, signaling more home cut or more home price cuts ahead. So what's going on in the real estate market is prices are, are gonna start to come down. For a while, the real estate market was booming and booming and booming because cash was cheap. It was very, very cheap to go rent some money and then go buy a house with it. And historically speaking, it is still pretty cheap, but compared to what the market has been used to, it's getting pretty expensive to borrow money now for a house. And when you have, you know, higher costs, what's that's gonna, well, that's gonna just lessen the amount of people that actually even wanna buy a house now because they're thinking, well, that, it's just getting too expensive. So when you have less buyers, that means that what? That means somebody looking to sell is not gonna have as many opportunities. Now, several months ago, you know, a year ago, it was just absolutely crazy. A, a person would put their house on the market, at least around here, and you know, as I travel um, around and talk with people from various parts of the country, it seems to be the same. And that's what the, the national statistics suggested, that if you would put your house on the market due to a lack of supply, it would be a bidding war, it would be pure chaos, and the sellers would be sitting there saying, wow, look at all this, this is crazy. Now though, things are starting to flip around. Sure, right, you know, what's something worth? Maybe if you've never heard this, well, something is worth what somebody else is willing to pay for it, or able to pay for it. And now that people, are able to pay less because of these rising mortgage rates due to the rising interest rates, then sorry, you can price your house at levels that maybe you have been put at before, but the market has changed. And now because there's less people able to afford that, nobody's gonna be able to make those offers. So house prices are coming down. So this is, you know, it, it's a catch-22. It, it, it's good in the sense of, okay, finally, you know, home buyers have the opportunity to maybe pick up a, a house at a, a lower price, However, things counterbalance out in the sense of, but it's also costing them more. So it's almost a wash, but you know, at, at some point, the, the real estate mortgage market was getting so crazy that you know, it was almost, I don't believe it's, uh, there's a bubble or anything like that because the demand is from people that have been qualified. It's not like back in you know, the 2000s where you know, if you had a pulse, then you would you qualified for a loan and there's you know, zero down payment. None of that's going on. But it still was getting way out of control where just not enough houses and prices were going way too high. But now at least prices are starting to come down uh, because people, it's just getting more expensive to buy. So if you were thinking, you know, I, I wanna get out there and find a house, just keep in mind that the, the amount of house that you're gonna be able to buy as time goes on now is going to get less and less because the next time the Fed raises rates, those mortgage rates are also gonna to start to rise. And that just means it's costing you more money to go borrow uh, that cash to purchase a house. And yes, there's give or take, like I said, house prices will start to come down a bit. But 
there's always that gray area. Do they really come down enough to, to meet your need? Uh, and you know that's where things can get very wishy-washy. But these are the uh, effects of these rising interest rates that are really starting to kick in now. Uh, like I said, the, there was just a, a slew of headlines that came across on Tuesday, uh, you know, again, October 9th, that were showing, yeah, that, that these interest rates are starting to kick things into play. And none of these are bad. I don't, I don't per, like I said, I want rising interest rates. I mean, historically speaking, even 5% on the mortgage is very small. But if you're somebody that's uh, just a pure spender, it's a wake-up call. It's a wake-up call saying, hey, you've been spending a lot on that plastic. Time to get disciplined because things are getting more expensive for you. If you were thinking, you know, I'm just gonna spend irrationally on a house, now it's okay. Things are getting a lot more expensive. It's, it's gonna start to bring people into price ranges that they should probably be in. So there's pros and cons to all of this. Once more, from a spending perspective, uh, yeah, not very good. But from a saving perspective, which is the perspective I'm coming from, because I have cash sitting in a savings account, because I don't live paycheck to paycheck, then bump them up, rise, raise those interest rates, because I'm just making more money as you know the cash in the account sits there. But the telltale sign here of all of this is you gotta watch these stats and you gotta watch mainly the stat of those credit cards because if people start to fall behind in their credit cards, then that trickles out into other areas of their life. And you know, I'm not sitting here saying that the American economy is about to pop and that everything's about to, you know, we're gonna be, you know, living off the living off the land and having to hunt for ourselves and all that sort of stuff. But what I am saying is things could get nasty in a hurry because when people are not prepared then you know it's kind of like that one domino again is what was the average uh, the number $5700 was the average you know is that going to cause somebody to just totally you know capitulate i'm not saying that but as far as maybe an initial domino being pushed over that's what's at risk here and that's what needs to be made aware of so that's why if you're somebody that does have credit card balances sitting out there or maybe you're thinking about, well, I could use a credit card for that. You better be careful. Now, I use a credit card if you want, as long as you're gonna pay it off. But if your plan is, I'm gonna use a credit card and then probably not pay off the balance, uh, you're playing with fire, and that fire is only getting hotter and hotter uh, because these rates are gonna continue to increase. So hopefully this kinda helps you understand uh, what interest rates are and how they are, you know, in a very practical sense, uh, you know, kind of putting their tentacles through society right now. Yeah, it's good. Uh, housing market prices are coming down. Uh, but, you know, from a credit card perspective, you know, I think I've uh, harped on this enough. Uh, it's creating a dangerous situation that uh, unfortunately a lot of people are not aware of and they're gonna, they're gonna get some nasty surprises. And then the solution to those surprises is just actually gonna compound things that much worse because of that two-headed two monster that I talked about. So be aware of it. Um, and you know, don't do anything rash, but you better start to game plan. You better start to get a little bit more disciplined because the environment here from an overall economic standpoint is starting to, to gear more towards enforcing you know, plans of action because as money gets more and more expensive to borrow, you can't just go out there and borrow money because it's cheap and yeah, well, yeah, it's only you know, this interest rate and you gotta start to tighten up the, you know, the belt loops and get on track with some sort of plan, get on track with some sort of strategy that's gonna keep you on the up and up because these are the time periods, when, especially when people are so used to you know, interest rates being so low, that can really cause stumbling blocks. So be aware of it and uh, you know, make any sort of changes uh, that are necessary and needed. And again, if you want 
or moneywithclay.com. It's the slab money method. Check it out and one year money back guarantee. It'll work, I promise it'll work and those are not empty words, hence the one year money back guarantee. So check it out. If, you, if you're feeling like you maybe you need some discipline, you need some game planning and some help with strategy, I'm very confident that'll help with it. Thank you so much for hanging out and listening. Before I go, I wanna just make your attention to a few things. First off, if you enjoyed the show, then make sure to help us out in the iTunes, especially if you could leave us a rating, that goes a long way and just assists me in getting the word out there and I, I genuinely would appreciate it. Second, if you find yourself either in debt or just feeling like your, your personal finances are kind of out of control or could be much more efficient, then I would encourage you to go to moneywithclay.com and check out the Slab Money Method. That is the course that I put together as a former process engineer that outlined every single step, step by step by step with documentation, with forms to fill out, that'll put you on the path, the exact path I used to pay off $163,000 of debt and get myself to the point where not only am I debt free, but I am now able to build wealth and build wealth in an efficient uh, manner. So if you're curious and interested in that, again, moneywithclay.com and that is the slab money method. And no, this is not all some massive sales pitch when I say that it works, it truly does. And I back that up with more than words. My action behind those words is that course comes with a one year money back guarantee. So if you try it out and you're not making any progress, you're not seeing any progress, then I will refund you the cost of the course, which is very minimal to begin with. And then finally, make sure to check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, just look up for Money With Clay and you will see us there. Again, thanks for hanging out. I'll see you back next episode.